This is Double Take, the story of a schoolhouse murder told week by week. Welcome to episode one. Hi, this is Reagan, and today I'm here with Detective Holmes to hopefully get to the bottom of a very mysterious case that happened at Sir's school. Hi, I'm Detective Holmes. I've partnered with Reagan to talk to witnesses, suspects, and alibis to get their side of the story. First, here's a little backstory. One afternoon on October 9th, one of the teachers, Jacqueline Yaruski, was heading up to the costume closet in the gym to get some supplies for her art class and found another teacher, Corey Skelton, laying on the ground, dead. After discussing with some of my colleagues at the Brandon Police Service, we believe that the time of death was between 12 and 1 p.m. on October 8th. Now, here with us is Jacqueline Yaruski to explain her side of the story. Hey, I'm Jay Yaruski, and I'm the art teacher at Surris School. Please explain what you saw that night when you went to the gym. Okay, firstly... I noticed Skelton. Secondly, I want to say it's really messy up there and dark, but okay. Skelton was being weird, like really weird, all morning. For example, in the staff room at break, he couldn't keep his balance. And he kept muttering to himself. Did you hear what he was saying at all? No. Not at all. Why don't you tell us what you found the next day in the gym? Okay, so like when I walked into the gym, I had this really bad feeling. And then the smell, and I can't smell that well, the smell, oh my God. It hit me, it hit me like a, like a Mack truck hits a really crappy Toyota car. Like you know what those little ones, anyways. So I, I really tried to ignore it. And so I continued to go up, but then, because it's so freaking messy up there, I stumbled over something. And so I turned the lights on and saw a foot sticking out of a pile of clothes. Like, and it, the foot stunk too, like it was gross. I pushed the clothes aside and oh my God, I saw a body. Holy crap! It was lying face down. It's kind of a good thing because, you know, Skelly. Um, I immediately screamed for help, and Mr. Penner was there in a flash like Superman. Right away. Uh, you know, here's the funny thing. Penner kind of seemed like he was waiting for it, though. What are you trying to say about Trevor Penner? <laughs> Sorry. I gotta go. Well, that was weird. I agree. But that brings us to our first suspect, Trevor Penner, who was at the crime scene a little too early. So, why were you at the crime scene so fast? I was in the equipment room cleaning up, getting ready to go home, when I heard her scream. What exactly were you cleaning? Do you do that every day, or is that just this day? Yo, Holmes, I usually do it once a week. Do you do it every Thursday? 
Are you trying to accuse me of something here? We're just trying to narrow down our suspects, sir. And we have a reason to believe that it was you based off the time period. Well, Holmes, thank you for your time, but I wouldn't waste it questioning me because I didn't do anything. Now we're about to hear from a witness, Grace Bennett, who said she saw something suspicious the day of the murder. Grace, can you please tell us what you saw? Okay, so that day we had like a grad meeting at 12, and so like our school is separated in like separate cohorts. So like everybody that was like, you know, a pink day, they came in, had to sign in through the office, and so the meeting was during lunch. And so like I was leaving, and everybody like that comes to school this day was like going the same direction. And the weird thing was that I saw like Hannah and Maslin heading in a different direction towards like the high school end, which was kind of weird. Is that weird? Yeah, because because they're really strict with like, you know, students entering and leaving the school. They don't like them to stay for too long. What do you think they were trying to do? I don't want to assume anything, but I think they went to Skeleton's room. Okay, thank you for your time. Now let's hear from our next suspects, Hannah and Maslin. Why didn't the two of you leave the school after the meeting on October 8th at lunchtime? I don't know. Why does it matter? Because you're suspects in a murder? Well, I don't know what to tell you. I was just going to my locker. Yeah, like, is that allowed? Why are you even questioning us? We're just minors. Listen, somebody's dead. Somebody did it. I need answers. Well, we don't have any. I'm not answering any more questions until I talk to my lawyers. Okay, well, thanks then, I guess. Listen, first off, I just want to say I don't think it was Trevor Penner. I don't either. He just seemed a little too okay. Yeah, like he's weird, but not weird enough to kill. No, I think he was just annoyed with us being in his office while he had a class. But Hannah and Maslin, I can't exactly say the same for them. It just, they kind of contradicted themselves in some of their statements. Yeah, and after talking to a few students at this school, I've learned a few things about them. Firstly, Hannah has hated Mr. Skelton since grade 9. Yeah, I heard of that too. I was talking to a few students in the hallways. And Maslin apparently has been mad at him lately. So, it's likely that this could have been a team thing. Yeah, they both have the motive, and... With a tag team effort, they could put him up in the costume closet without anybody else's help. Based on the coroner's report, there were 52 stab wounds in the body. The weapons that were used were a number two yellow Ticonderoga pencil and the sharp end of a compass. That's pretty sick when you think about it. So now we know there are two murder suspects. And the only two that we have right now are Hannah and Maslin. They were pretty defensive about us asking questions too. But we can't jump to conclusions just yet. This is only the first episode. But you guys will follow us along on our journey to discover who really did kill Corey Skelton.